Welcome back to Debatable. My name is JD, and uh, we've got a few things on the docket today that we wanted to go over. Uh, had something from Goldman Sachs. Uh, definitely some things going on with the uh, social media platforms. And a couple oddities from YouTube as well. So the first one there, the uh, with Goldman Sachs, we had them announcing that they're considering pulling back out of some of their accounts and stuff like that, one of which is Apple. Hmm. Which is kind of unfortunate because um, I, I suppose when it comes to the lender, it doesn't really matter who's backing a company like mm-hmm. Apple. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to think, oh, wow, Goldman Sachs is actually going to back out. And it also makes you wonder, like, how bad is it that they need to actually pull away? Because they lost over $3 billion since 2020 when it actually started doing its push with the Apple card. So, man. Um, it's really, yeah, it's really taking a toll on them. Well, Goldman, how long have they been with Apple, actually? It's been quite a few years, hasn't it? 2019, yeah. Yeah, for the other side of that deal to kind of just dip off that quickly, I feel like Apple should have been a lot more careful with that one. Well, I mean, it's 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 just the whole entire, I think what's killing them is the whole entire um, buy now, pay later. And that's what consumers are doing. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So they're not getting much of what they need to be able to sustain that. And that's why they're losing $3 billion. Well, then the how can other companies years. also <laughs> thrive like that? Because if Goldman couldn't do that with this whole buy now, pay later, what makes Apple think the other companies are going to do that? I'm not exactly sure that the, you know, logistics and all that on the situation. All I know is that they're, they're not, they're not thriving. So hmm. Okay. Um, but American Express, they're the next ones that could be on deck, and that's that's in the talks right now as far as who could be uh, taking over. Okay. Yeah, who who would get all the the uh, account transfers when uh, Goldman Sachs pulls out? So, gotcha. What were your um? I'm sorry, I just I actually had this thought. What were your thoughts about that your the razor? Because I know you just bought it. Um. um yeah. Yeah. Ago. I'm running open almost on uh, two weeks with it. So. There's a lot that I like about it. And I think you asked me this question uh, last week or so, and you were like, is this one of those phones that you would actually ever consider buying if you had your own money back Mm -hmm. in it? And um, I would have to say that, yeah, it probably would be. Some of the things that do kind of rub me a little bit the wrong way is a little bit of the quality. Uh, The hinge is a little bit unsturdy. So, And that was already voiced in a lot of people's reviews was that there's a little bit of a jerkiness to it. Mm Mm-hmm. But as far as how it works, the fact that you can actually fold it in almost any angle or degree and stay there is really yeah. impressive. Um, being able to like watch something and have it be its own stand. So it would be at like a 45 degree angle. I yes, I think you're right. Um, you could watch it that way and it works just fine. Uh, there is some, you can tell there is some... Um, dust that can get in the mechanism because i can hear it crunch oh not like horrible but you can tell like if you have it in your pocket and there's like dust and lint and stuff in there you can hear it i don't remember having that issue with the uh, z flip 4 okay so that's something that they, they might need to continue working on but as far as other things the speakers the bottom firing is really good but the top firing i feel like was feels a little bit too blown out like they were trying to power too much sound into that small speaker yeah do you get some distortion with that i did hear that a little bit so that's something that i wasn't really a big fan of camera quality isn't horrible 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's, I don't think you could compare it to the big three as well as I would have hoped, but it, it definitely is something that would suit the, the masses right. from a general standpoint. Battery life is decent for a flip. I like the. I I, I could probably ask for more, but for what it is, I f- I feel like considering you have an external screen that gets like, I think over a thousand nits, or maybe just add a thousand nits, and I think the internal screen gets like twelve hundred or something like that. That's fair. So it's really good. I think overall, this I w- I would have hoped it to be the first generation. Mm-hmm. That said, I think it proved that Motorola can build something. Yeah. That people would crowd towards. Yes. And I know your wife is a big. Motorola fan. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she wants that one out of any Motorola right now. She loves it yeah. so much. And if you guys are follow, if you guys are following us on Facebook, um, you probably already saw my Facebook post on you know just the images and stuff. So I got the Viva Magenta. Yeah, I love that color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have probably gone with the Glacier Blue though, if it was my personal. I wanted to get the magenta because I was like, that one looks amazing. Yeah, I was going to say that for me, that would have been mine too. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten the black. Uh, it was kind of funny though. I'll bring this up because um, our mom hasn't gotten a chance to get on our sh- other show yet. And we're still kind of working on equipment. I will voice one thing she said. She's like, she loves the fact that her phone, her iPhone is, um, has like a gold color to it mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a lighter backing because it's easier to further find. Yes. Because her old phone was black and then she also had a black case on it. So it was really difficult for her to like in her purse or whatever. So then that, I think that's really veered me away from ever going black again. No pun intended. I like their glacier blue. Look really nice. The Viva Magenta is really vibrant, um, very eye-catching. So overall, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I, I'm looking forward to what they come out with next as far as um, 2024. And I'm also looking forward to their cheaper model. We don't even know what that price is going to be yet. I don't believe it's been released yet. I haven't heard anything to that effect. So um, the regular Razer versus the Razer Plus, uh, that'll be interesting to uh, to see that on the mm-hmm. horizon when that gets released yeah. this year. I thought that was uh, um, a pretty good phone. Just I had, uh, when I was at JD's house, um, I, I saw on his desk and I was like, oh, wow, you bought this and he never even told me about it. But, um, but I tested it out just a little bit quickly. Um, you know, opening, closing every, all the features. And, uh, I did say, I was like, honestly, if I, if I was testing this phone, this would be the one phone that I would actually keep just because it was slim. Yeah. It felt nice to use. And obviously that it, the exterior display was like out of this world. And I use that a lot. Yes. I actually, I, I use, uh, I actually play a little bit of hill climbing too on that one. And it's easy to play on the front screen because all the controls are right there. You play They're hill climbing too. But they work. What? You play hill climbing too? There, I, I, I go into state, very, very phases of gaming. And so okay. that happened to be one at this point in the game. I've been, I used to be very good at that. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. I, I used to be too. I actually like <laughs> could pinpoint all of where the next hill was and like where my angle should be on the car. So anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch Plex on there, uh, YouTube videos. I love controlling my Apple music and Spotify controls from there. You can yeah. even go in, they're like full fledged applications and you can go through and scroll through your playlists and stuff like that. So it's been fantastic. I, I, I'm hoping that Samsung's, uh, iteration of this with the Z flip five is just as impressive, even though the screen size is technically smaller. I think part of that is because the screen doesn't, uh, have a circumference around the actual camera lenses. So that could impact yes, that. So that's I don't, true. I don't really think that that's going to be a craziness. So I, I, I'm just thinking as far as software implementation. 
Yeah. If, and I think we've still heard that they're going to have some limitations on that, but I'm hoping that's just rumors. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah, I think it's fantastic uh, in many respects. Definitely having better, I feel like, better um, feedback than the Pixel Fold, but <laughs> we won't quite jump into that just yet. <laughs> yeah. So Meta's platform threads has gone live and uh i i'm kind of curious how your perspective is on this i i'm guessing you're probably might be a little bit middle of the road or possibly more negative i'm not sure so i'm kind of mid i think um from the first impressions that i got from feds i haven't used it by the way so i don't I don't know. Like, I haven't used threads either, honestly, because even though I have an Instagram account and that's how you do it, you actually register through your Instagram account. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't want one more thing that I have to worry about. I don't barely yeah. even use my Instagram account because it's just another meta product. So the only one that I'm really made prim- prominently on is Facebook. So, well, here's the thing about that. And this is true. Apparently is if you delete your threads account, it will delete your Instagram account. Yeah, it's linked up. Yep. Yeah. So I found that to be mildly annoying just because what if I want to keep my Instagram account? Like it's kind of a, just a bit of a hindrance. Which basically means, and I think that's probably why what you're um, alluding to is that if you do register with threads, you technically wouldn't be able to unregister unless you wanted to delete your Instagram. Slight ploy there, maybe. So yeah, and, and that, I think that's a lot of the, beta stuff that they're trying to work out before they add yeah. more features on. I think another thing that people were complaining about is you can't have multiple account logins like you can on Instagram. So you'll have to log out and then log back into Ooh, with via a different account. I didn't hear that one. So there's that aspect. Um, there's some UI features that are nice. So I think one that was showcased was um, being able to scroll down. You could see photos, but you could kind of, I don't want to say it's like um, iOS's iteration inside of iMessage where you scroll through the photos. Oh yeah. Okay. But it's similar to that. It's just, it's just uh, has a horizontal scrolling to it and you can kind of just see like up to 10 pictures. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. That's pretty good. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, there's some good to it, but I think the base of it all for me comes down to Zuckerberg. So that's, that's where I stand. Yeah. Regardless of the, what features it has, I'll, obviously I'll look at it from a balance perspective just because I want to see what other people think about it and you know kind of take right. that in but yeah I also think and we're going to touch on this in a, in a bit too obviously but it definitely is a copy paste sort of thing um, not with just Twitter but like Instagram uh, and maybe that's just because it is a meta and they try and make the apps look similar to each other but I just felt like the way that it was designed like share reply all that stuff, the way that each icon looked was exactly the same as Instagram. I just think if you're going to make a new app, I feel like you should at least put some some mild effort to making it look different. Because then it's like, okay, well, it's just another Instagram, but kind of like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you know. Um, but that, that was just kind of my two cents on it. Um, yeah, I mean... Just in that regard, but... The funny thing is, I was actually reading this article, and I'll I'll um I'll throw it, I'll, we'll have it in the description below, but the author on this article over at TechCrunch Tech by a person named Morgan Sung, he was kind of just looking at how different platforms cater towards certain demographics, certain conversations, and such like that. Mm-hmm. So he said. 
quote, most people, including myself, compartmentalize their online presence. Instagram, with its curated, polished veneer, is keeping up for people I know in real life. TikTok is for content about my extremely niche hobbies. Gotta agree with that. Mm-hmm. Reddit is for diving into reviews of every product I, I've ever thought about buying. <laughs> Uh, Twitter and all of the clones attempting to rise from its ashes is sharing every asinine thought I've ever had. So it's like every what asinine thought I've ever had. So I mean, like it's, I kind of feel like you need to have the variety of it all. I mean, I know most people are like, I just wish everything was just one, which that's what I was trying to do back in the day when we had AOL. Because it was just one app I signed into, and you could actually have access to instant messaging, Facebook, and I think Twitter at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it was just all in one place. So, but I, I kind of like the diversity. Granted, Reddit is shot having its problems, pretty much. Yeah, one way so, to say it. TikTok is they're on a road to being banned. Um, and Instagram, I was never really a big fan of, but I mean, it's still I hardly use it a lot of the youth so yeah early uh, millennials late gen z's <laughs> yeah pretty much so but yeah and and i mean twitter i i use it because uh, that's what a, a lot of the news is is there and that that's really where i go to for for news for the most part um at least when it comes to announcements and stuff like that so as far as threads though do we really need another one like that i don't know um, they've had, we've had some other one iterations. Like I think people tried to, um, Mastodon had kind of a following there for a little bit, but it's kind of leveled out. Um, if you wanted to go with some of the conservative stuff, the truth social that Trump kind of initiated, that's mm-hmm. kind of a type of a Twitter platform there. So I don't know. It's, it's just, I don't really feel like we needed another something. But yeah, I, guess, I didn't either. I guess Zuckerberg is just trying to filter in some of those people that didn't want Twitter. Yeah, that's also true. And I think that I feel like he wanted to complete the the saga, if you will. Triumvirate. Yeah. The Facebook, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter Yeah, was the original. Yeah. But now I, I feel like it completes the three for at least on his part, um, which is fine. I mean, it's if people are enjoying that kind of thing, that's, that's good too. But yeah, I, I also agree. Like having multiple out there is just, and especially if they're similar to one another, even if they have different features, which is fine. I would hate to, I hate to reiterate crap like this because I feel like it's cheesy. I feel like it's just having multiple iPhones on Apple's website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, which one do it's I a rehash choose? of the like previous one? It's yeah. So that's kind of how I feel. I really, I don't think I'll ever get to that point where I'll, I'll, I'll want to get on threads. Um, although I know a lot of people have already got on there and they've gotten all their followers and everything like that. And oh yeah. Zoltec already has at least 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. already on there. Um, but I think we're, I'm for the most part, we're just going to stick with Twitter and Facebook at this point in time, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, for the Stern's tech talk, if you guys want to follow us, um, because I feel like that covers a general group that works out okay. And I the, the, the reason, though, in case you guys are wondering, um, it, it seems as though they used Instagram as a transitioning platform for threads because it was more youth-centric and it had less of a toxic atmosphere versus Facebook, which is 
definitely more aggressive, um, has okay. a stronger political stance, people posting stuff and like, you know, and such. So hmm. they wanted to pull it from Instagram because they felt like it might have, it might be a little bit less, they might get that neutral following versus more toxicity. So gotcha. But there is more on this. So Musk says that Meta is cheating. And <laughs> evidently, uh, if I can look into the actual specific term he used, it is the systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. So this is basically based on the fact that back when Elon Musk first got Twitter, uh, he had a firing spree Mm -hmm. and let go thousands of employees from Twitter. And now some of those employees are working for Meta. Yeah. And so he is going to sue Meta because he feels like those trade secrets have been divulged to that company. So Andy Stone, uh, Meta Communications Director, said that no one on the Threads engineering team is a former Twitter employee, quote, uh, you know, that's just not a thing, quote unquote. That was his response to it. He basically disregarded the accusations and said that that's not the case. So it'll be kind of odd how that kind of unfolds because one person is saying that none of those employees work on that team well, Musk is assuming that that's not the case. So, yeah. If I were a betting man, I'd say that that probably won't go that very far. Probably not. Um, on Musk, it could just be pettiness. It also could be legitimate, um, legitimate reasons for being concerned over those um, those trade secrets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, regardless, I don't know. It's hard to tell where it would go, but probably not. Right, because, I mean, there's not a whole lot of information that we have at this point. All it is is just one person accusing another company that, you know, information was was misused. So Exactly. The other thing was kind of looking at the comparison between Twitter and threads. Could Twitter be threatened by it? In deep doo-doo. Yeah, and, I mean, I think it's all based on policy guidelines. I think that really where a lot of that is going to, you know— veer one way or the other. Um, obviously, Twitter tends to be more lenient when it comes to vocalization and what's being said on the platform versus threads, which is basically just, a, like you were kind of saying, just a some sort of Twitterified iteration of Instagram. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you want, I mean, that's if you how wanna, I viewed it. If you want to word start, it that way. Yeah. And yeah. so... Because of that, it takes on the Instagram guidelines. And so they tend to be a lot more strict, have a stronger censorship and such. Some people don't prefer that. I guess it depends on what you're censoring. I mean, if we're talking like uh, inappropriate content, that's one thing. Yeah, exactly. If it's if we're, if we're talking about other things as far as like... Opinions. News or whatnot, or opinions or whatever, that whole entire independent fact-checking... Yeah, that's that's something that's, that I won't yeah. even touch on. But yeah, that's something it's that kind of gets yeah. on, on my nerve. So Exactly. And that, that was kind of another thing that um, when I saw about threads and being by meta, uh, that kind of turned me off as well because I was just concerned. It's yeah. just going to be the same thing off of Facebook, off just those exactly um, bots or whatever. 
but um, not the not the Twitter bot situation. Just like the we, we haven't hit that yet. But yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those those are concerns, and it's not necessarily like Threads on its own. Just from a basic standpoint, looks fine, and it's good for I mean, good for users yeah. to have that kind of thing. But just like other reasons, it's like I don't know. But yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get an account anyway, regardless of yeah. What and happens, I mean, my but. my personal belief is I don't. The only way I see Twitter going down is if Musk continues to drive it down. Yes, and some of his decisions really don't indicate a positive trend. Yep, which is unfortunate to say because Twitter was such a strong platform for many years that oh yeah, it's, we're it, we're, we're kind of in the you know shaky stages i mean is it is it gonna last or not so that's where i would say is i don't think i don't think threads could kill twitter i think twitter could kill itself twitter could kill twitter yeah yes exactly so and on that note we'll transition to the last part of this whole entire fiasco is meanwhile in the name of fake account slash bot crackdown twitter quietly announced that it's going to limit how many tweets you can view based on authentication tiers. That is annoying. Especially, I don't know, did you actually get that notification at all? That like you had you had reached your t- viewing limits. No, uh, to be honest, I haven't even been Twitter. I only usually go on Twitter when I see something Aaron posted uh, or a couple of uh, a couple of their uh, tech <laughs> tech guys. Uh, yeah. So for me, it hasn't been an issue yet, but uh, that is. Goodness, I've I've never even like imagine just imagine with me for a second if YouTube did this, you could only view four videos a day. <laughs> that would well, be aggravating. Here's the thing, I well, I mean, it. De- I guess you're looking at it. It depends on how you view it. So, I think what they did is they helped with uh, bot crackdown by how many comments you can make. In a given time. Yeah. And that's, I think, what's helped us see less uh, invasion of spam comments in the comment section. That makes on sense. On YouTube. So yeah. that kind of helps in that sense. And I think this, obviously, like we said, has to do with the whole entire fake account bot uh, crackdown when it comes to Twitter. So the what we're talking about here is that new registered unverified users have a restriction of 300 posts that they can view per day. Hmm. Um, unverified users that are having just newly registered have only 600. So that would probably come into my tier. Probably yours too, because yeah. you've been on Twitter for a while. Uh, and then verified or Twitter blue account holders can you can view up to 6,000 posts daily. So wow. if you pay the seven bucks or eight bucks a month or if you, unless you subscribe through iOS, uh, that's what you can view. Since then, actually, Musk has revised that and said it's 500, 1,000, and 10,000 for those specific tiers, respectively. So, okay. You can tell that he fe- people felt like that was too strict, but he's still trying to get to a point where he can determine like who is like what are the bots that are scraping all the data be- that are constantly having that go- you know ping back and forth, and so he can detect that and disable it. So, on one hand, I understand. On the other hand, it's another one of those 
was this the right way to do it? Yeah, I would agree with that one. I don't think it's as bad as what Netflix has done. No, nothing is as bad as and what we've Netflix has said done. plenty of our, our opinions on that, but I'm just saying that for the sake of a comparison. Yeah. I think there's a positive to this because he's trying to create a more healthy environment on the platform. Yeah, which is good. Be- because he does want to have people enjoy that versus killing away your customers. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, f- I wish there was a better way that he could have done that. That's the hard thing, too, is like you can't really think like just you and me. I mean, we could probably think up some ideas. But as people who don't have experience in that realm of platform management, that technology, we couldn't really think up anything necessarily that would work best. Which which even yeah. says more about Elon or even just like his, um, you know, people that he works over is like, you guys should be able to find something. Or it's yeah. been like how I many mean, months now since he took over? There should be some sort of data tracking that you can actually figure out like how, how will we determine this beyond yeah, just limiting that's how, how I'm many thinking. views can you, you, you see. So, but I mean, even the new CEO backed it up and said, you know, this is something that's to, that's supposed to help with the platform. And I was, I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. But I mean, at tr- the same time. trying to do something, which is at least good. But at the same time, it's like, was it worth the, Backlash. the push? Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, I don't know. And I mean, the thing is, as well as unless you're like on Twitter, like 24 seven or even 50% of the time, you wouldn't really be going through 600 posts a day. I feel like anyway, theoretically. Yeah. But it kind of depends because if you're someone who uses Twitter Like, I am someone who watches Facebook Reels and YouTube Shorts. Mm -hmm. You could blow through quite a few tweets without even thinking about it. So it just depends on how much usage there is on that. I've heard a lot of people, you know, say that they scratched 600 posts before noon. And I'm like, I can believe that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are on their phones the majority of the time. I mean, this is... I feel like that (laughs) was really new. I feel like that would readily it? more happen with like Instagram though. Cause if that, if that limit were to be on there, then I would say that's a huge issue with Twitter after thinking about it some, <laughs> um, it doesn't seem too bad. I, yeah, I'm, but I'm not denying the fact I mean, it that depends. there are some I mean, people, think about like a, a tweet is some tweets aren't even that long. I also think on the same side, you could say that it's not necessarily bad. It's not a terrible thing because I mean, if you, I mean, and he changed the limitations too. It's he saw people were having that issue, so there were people that were having limitation issues, and then he kind of worked around it. <laughs> now, if yeah, this I mean, is, it's hard to say if that was just some sort of PR related attack, you know, could have been address addressing the situation, kind of being like, let's be really strict and then pull it back so it doesn't look like we're being horrible. Yeah, it's hard to say. We don't know, yeah. but I mean, if if it were where he was trying to be sensitive to the situation hard to imagine musk being sensitive but if he were uh <laughs> at, at least that's something to take in, into consideration but and maybe this in is any temporary case, at least because yeah yeah maybe he's got this right now and then you know he's working on something in the background i there's always hope for that i mean that's yeah, devil's advocate obviously but <laughs> 
But uh, we didn't want to focus the whole entire episode on social media platforms, but uh, we will close <laughs> out with YouTube and something a little bit more on the lighter side of things. They're now rewarding premium viewers with badges. Have you actually ran across this, Riley? Not yet. I have not. Really? Okay. I actually did. I actually had a, uh, a pop-up that said I, I had a badge for something I can't remember. Not sure if it was the the typical premium user badge or if it was something else, but I actually have quite a bit of badges when when they when I went through and saw what they were offering. So they've got like, oh gosh, I don't even know how many, over 10 at least. So team premium obviously means you're on the premium subscription. They've got trailblazer, which means you've joined within the past two years. Enthusiast hmm. just means you've been a subscriber for more than one year. 10 million club. Ooh, I'm a 10 million club. I was the first 10 million um, members for premium. Huh, that's cool. So it's just all sorts of stuff. I mean, I could go on with what, what, what other stuff they have on there, but I don't know. It's just kind of funny. The fact that they threw that, I'm like, what was this supposed to <laughs> make people feel better about paying that much money a month? <laughs> I, I guess so. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I just kind of felt like it was futile in, in most respects. So. Well, maybe you might feel better about this one. Here's another YouTube premium feature that's being released. Um, lock screen. Yeah. Avoid accident, uh, accidental skips. Um, I saw this one today and I wasn't sure about ringing up tonight, but why not? Since we're doing this one. So basically YouTube is disabling touchscreen to an extent when you're watching a video because a lot of people including myself have an issue where you um you know you're holding your phone you're walking or something like that and you accidentally touch it, it skips or you skip to the next video by accident and it happens people might think how in the world could you do that but it it does happen so this um oh yeah apparently uh stops that and it's only available obviously to premium members it's still in its test phase um yeah but it'll be out at the end yeah of the month. so we'll have to see how that works expiring. too out yeah. of those two honestly uh, this one seems a little yeah oh, i'd rather have the lock screen <laughs> i mean who wants it what can you do with it like if you could actually redeem it or something like that like if you reach yes, a certain you get like a you few know, free months so many or videos something, like a mint three month or so, I don't know. Yeah, something where you could redeem it. Like, that would be worth, like, oh, yeah, I'm excited about this. But badges, I'm like, really, YouTube? Like, that's that that's your whole goal is to... I already have enough badges on Facebook. I don't need anything from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, but, yeah, the, the you also get badges if you actually um, support a YouTuber. So there's that as well. Um, when you That's comment cool. or whatever, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just adding on to like, if you pay this, you get more badges and then you feel good about yourself. I don't know. Uh, and maybe for some people, they might actually find this, you know, kind of interesting or whatever. But I think from what I mean from you and from what I think both of us are just like, mm, not really too interested about it. It's cool. Thank you for the badge. But like, <laughs> doesn't make me yeah. feel any better about paying what what seventeen twenty four dollars a month on on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was one thing for me when I was uh, working in Geek Squad, and I had to wait six months or was it twelve months or eighteen months? I don't remember. 
I had to wait so long before I got my official badge. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it was nice and heavy. <laughs> I mean, it was like literal metal, and I was so happy when I finally got that badge. Like, it actually looked like a real cop's badge, except it had Geek Squad on it, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one thing. Like, that's a badge where I'm like, okay, I, I, I like that. That's something yeah, I feel like, because okay, you earned that. I've something, or, and it's worth it. So, you've earned yeah. technically that on YouTube, but it's more of like, obviously, what do you... You've got a YouTube premium. What are you going to do with that? Just keep the phone clo- closed all day? Like, <laughs> this this happens. Exactly. This, it's not like it doesn't, it, you know? It's inevitable. It, it, you know, this is Thanos here. It was going to happen. I, I didn't I didn't quite understand any of that at all other than the fact that, I mean, I kind of saw it the same way as, like, I feel like it's even worse. I, have to, I saw it the same way as, like, um, Apple Fitness. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have something going on for July where if I um, hit my workouts... Uh, currently, it's at 19 times in the month of July. I get a badge. Okay. But okay. that's something where I'm like, okay, I mean, I know it's a virtual thing, but it's kind of like a reminder of success. It's a motivator. Like, that's a makes motivator. Sense. I don't need to be motivated to watch YouTube. <laughs> that's the opposite effect <laughs> of what you want. Like, I need to be motivated to get off of YouTube. So, <laughs> there's no logic to it. So, uh, and I think the other thing that we'll go on the negative side of this was just the fact that YouTube is trying to crack down on people watching videos via ad blockers. Oh yeah. So they're disabling that. And then, so you either have to watch the ads or you have to pay premium. So a couple of things with YouTube, um, kind of came out this weekend. So that was one of them. I was like, Oh geez. And I mean, it's not like I can say anything negative about it because, well, it's just it's just the fact that I mean, technically, you're not supposed to be blocking the ads. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of myself included is like, man, I wish I had just the ability to just do that instead of worry about paying premium. But it's like this this is how YouTube makes money. I mean, exactly. Otherwise, yeah. YouTubers they don't get paid. I mean, that's their whole like full time job is doing that, yeah. and that's how that works. So exactly yeah i understand people's like annoyance with it but on the same side i mean that's just how it works i mean yeah and it and honestly you realize how much money youtube has probably lost from ad blockers as well yeah yeah and i agree with you so, a lot of content creators i mean they put on a lot of hard work to you know refine their craft and you know upload what they've been working on and kind of their angle and perspective on whatever it is they produce so yeah exactly yeah, but it's yeah, like you said, it's a negativity from people who have been using ad blockers. But at the same time, I understand your frustration, but I can't really blame them for cracking down on that. So yeah, that's a little bit different than that Netflix cracking down on the password sharing because that was just whole different ball game. They were originally enforcing that and saying sharing is caring. This is something completely different. So we feel can't like really just always going to be a slight talk about Netflix on every debatable. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how much probably, we hate That'll, that'll probably right die now. off in the fall or maybe 2024. We don't we'll know. We'll see. <laughs> maybe they'll do something even more on, despicable. keep on doing more stupid I was things, just going to you know. say, if they keep doing more crap, then we're just going to keep giving them crap. Like, that's just how it works, man. <laughs> Give us more uh, content. We won't, that, we won't even have a special timestamp in the description for Netflix because that's just a uh, background comments there 
But um, in either case, uh, we did want to remind you, and we'll probably, I will probably remind you on, are you going to be here on one day? <laughs> yes, I will be here Monday. Okay. Uh, I did want to remind you that um, just in case our episode comes out uh, later on Tuesday or early Wednesday, uh, just beware that um, Prime Day on Amazon is coming up on the 11th and the 12th. Oh, yeah, so that's right. Definitely get on that if you guys are interested in any of those deals they have going on. Uh, I never know if it's really more of marketing or if there's actual legitimate deals because anybody can yes. make a strike through text on numbers and say it's a discount when it really was just the original price. So, um, but in any case, we'll, we'll be back here on Wednesday for the actual regular tech news and rumors. We've already got some that have come out of the rumor mail that we're really excited about uh, that we want to showcase uh, next week's show. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, this is uh, JD and Riley signing off. Peace out. Peace out.